Well, 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 mates. What is cracking? Welcome to today's episode of Quiver. We're going to be chatting about being in the right place at the right time. I don't know if any of you guys have ever experienced that before. Uh, maybe you've been accused of being lucky. Maybe you've been accused of being an absolute chancer. But today we're going to look at Second Kings chapter 8 verses 1 to 7. Got a wee bit of a sore throat, so please bear with me today. And I'll try to keep this one nice and short and sweet. Going to jump straight in um, and read the passage. I read from the NLT version, but please feel free to follow along in whatever version that you like. So my wee subtitle here in my Bible is The Woman from Shunem Returns Home. Verse 1. Elisha had told the woman whose son he brought back to life, Take your family and move to some other place. For the Lord has called a famine on the land of Israel that will last for seven years. So the woman did as the man of God instructed. She took her family and settled in the land of the Philistines for seven years. After the famine ended, she returned from the land of the Philistines and she went to see the king about getting back her house and land. As she came in, the king was talking with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God. The king had just said, Tell me some stories about the great things Elisha has done. And Gehazi was telling the king about the time Elisha had brought a boy back to life. At that very moment, the mother of the boy walked in to make her appeal to the king about her house and land. Look, my lord the king, exclaimed Gehazi. Here's a woman now and this is her son, the very one that Elisha brought back to life. Is this true? The king asked her, and she told him the story. So he directed one of his officials to see that everything she had lost was restored to her, including the value of any crops that had been harvested during her absence. So we've got two characters that have made a return in our story today. The first one is good old Gehazi, the infamous Gehazi that we still don't know very much about and that we would like to know more about who's featured in our stories before. He's the servant of Elisha, and he was the one that was struck with leprosy. Um, If you've listened to the previous episodes, you'll know all about that. And the second character is the woman from Shunem, and she makes a pretty interesting return to the story today. So the passage, really, really simple. It's a short one, but I found it unbelievably encouraging today. And I've got two little points that I'd like to share, two takeaways that I'd like to kind of discuss. The first one, really simply, is that God will place you in the right place at the right time. There's a lot of chat in my life at the minute about luck and chance and fate. And it seems to be something that our culture in general loves to talk about. Um, We love to talk about like how people are so, so lucky and oh my goodness, I can't believe that that person was just right place, right time. And honestly, a lot of people actually mentioned to me how much of a chancer I am. That's like a Northern Irish word for someone who's very lucky. Um, because my life seems to be filled with a lot of luck and a lot of sort of chance encounters. I have lots of different stories I could share um, about how I've been in the right place at the right time. But honestly, I think it's it's so much deeper than just luck. And it's exactly the same for the one on, woman of Shunem. So she disappeared for seven years. She was coming back to the king to try and convince him, really to kind of pitch to him, that she was who she, sh- who she says she was. Sorry. And that she was entitled to her home and her land. Now, I imagine her going into this sort of like a business pitch or like appealing to a court system. And I imagine that she was very afraid of how the meeting would go. 
I imagine that for her, she thought that she would be in for a big challenge, that she was going to have to really try hard and convince the king that she was entitled to this land. But it just so happened that good old Gehazi was in full storytelling mode whenever her son and herself shows up to the king. For me, I think that it's a clear example of how God actually was priming the king to act favorably upon her. And frankly, she had nothing to do with it. There was no plotting. There was no luck. There was no strategy on her end. It was literally just her heavenly father who wanted to provide for his beloved daughter. The second quick thing is that God's miracles stick with you. The miracles we experience in our lives, they can act as really, really powerful symbols and reminders of God's faithfulness. For this woman, it was her son. Every time she looks at him, it was just going to be an amazing reminder of how God can move in any situation. You know, this guy was literally brought back from the dead. And so what a powerful, powerful symbol that that was for her. But it's also a powerful symbol for other people. When others, for example, in this case, the king and Gehazi, look at her son, they're just confronted with the reality that God has done something incredible. There's just no hiding from that. I think a lot of us, sometimes we try to push ourselves into situations. We try to make stuff happen on our own strength. And believe me, I'm all about being proactive. I'm all about being productive. I'm all about, you know, putting in effort on our behalf. But here we see how if God has a plan for your life, he's going to take you into the right situations. Now, even the woman shooting him here, she was putting the effort in. She was going to see the king. She kind of had brought her pitch along with her. She was ready. It wasn't like she was just waiting around in, in a field, waiting for the king to show up in front of her. That's not how it works. She was proactively chasing after something. But the beautiful thing is, God stepped in and took it far further and far beyond anything that she could have done on her own strength. And even for us, you know, we don't need to try and force ourselves onto the table. We don't need to try and force ourselves into a certain position because if it's in God's will and as long as we're being obedient and being faithful to the day-to-day stuff, he's going to help us be in the right place at the right time. And he's also going to allow our miracles, the past things he's done in our lives, to carry forward with us and maybe take us into situations that we couldn't get ourselves. So that's it. As we move into our time of prayer today, there's just a couple of things I'd like us to think about, and that is, Really just the first one, if there's been any times in your life where God has put you in the right place at the right time, these are really fun stories. I'd actually love to hear some of these stories from you if you'd like to submit them in um, via the Anchor app or uh, social media, whatever it is. You know, Send us a wee story and we'd love to maybe share some of these because these stories I think are so, so incredible. The second thing I'd like to think about is what miracles do you carry around in your life that act as a symbol for both you and other people third one let's be thankful for these things but let's also not be afraid to ask god for more not be afraid to ask god for more of these stories more of these testimonies because these things are such amazing amazing testimonies for what god's done in our lives and can act as such amazing symbols for the people around us
So, guided prayer. If you have been listening to this podcast regularly, you know the drill with that. Seven minutes on the clock. And an opportunity for us just to spend some time with God, to reflect on what we've read today, what we've talked about, and also just to receive a word from Him. And just to spend time, honestly, just to get a little bit of silence in our day, in our busy day, just to take some time out and spend it with Him. So, four main sections. I'll walk you through them just to make sure that we don't completely drift away in daydreams or whatever it is. And yeah, just use this opportunity. Don't be afraid to speak things out. Don't be afraid to pray audibly. You know, if you're sitting down with your pen and paper, don't be afraid to write stuff down. Whatever way you want to respond, here's an opportunity just to do it. So, first section is really simply praise. What are you thankful for today? What can we express our gratitude to God for? Second section is really simply requests. It's an opportunity for us just to ask God for the things that we need in our lives. I always say to people, whether it's for something really, really specific, something physical, something financial, whether it's something a little more broad, something spiritual, something emotional, maybe for someone in your life, for situations going on, for something in work, whatever it is, here is an opportunity just to make these things known to God. Well, I mean, he knows them all anyway, but you know what I mean. Here's an opportunity for us to express them and actually just unburden ourselves from these things today.
third section here is actions. What actions are we going to take today? What actions does God want us to take today? You know, what are the, the small stuff, the big stuff that God wants us to do today? Here's an opportunity to actually find out. Here's an opportunity to lay our kind of to-do lists to God today and ask for ways that we can be obedient, ask for ways that we can walk into his will. So, Father, what is it that you would want us to do today? Please speak to us and please speak to us clearly. The last section here is just one that we like to call yearn. Yearn is basically all about what is it that our hearts are yearning for today? What is it that we really need to hear from God? Is it an encouragement? Is it a challenge? Is it just a reminder of how much he loves us? Is it that we need to hear that he's proud of us? Here it is. Here's a chance to find out. Here's a chance to ask God, Lord, speak to me. Whatever it is that you want me to hear today, we're here. We're making this space for you. Please speak. Please speak into my life. And please speak words of significance to me. Yeah, so Jesus, thanks for today. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this passage. Thank you for everyone listening. 
I thank you so much for the miracles that you've done in our lives. Lord, for those of us who are, are thinking today, well, I don't really know if God has done any miracles in my life. Lord, I pray that you'll either show us and remind us of how you've been so faithful in the past or else blow our minds with something that you're going to do in our lives in the future. Yeah, Jesus, thank you so much. Thank you for the miracle of life itself. Thank you for the miracle of your love. Thank you even for the peace that you've allowed me to feel right now, Lord. Thank you for this technology that <laughs> we can do stuff like this. It's crazy. Thank you for your word and how just time and time again, even just on the Second Kings series, that there's just so much in it and that we haven't even scratched the surface. I pray you continue to speak to us outside of these times. Speak to us in our day-to-day. Help us to be obedient to you. Help us to trust you. Help us just to radiate life and light for you today. For the people around us. Just pray that you'll guide us. It can be chaotic at times. It can be confusing. I'm so, so grateful that you're just there beside us to walk with us every step of the way. That's such a blessing. Couldn't do it without you, Lord. I'm so thankful that you don't expect us to. So whatever day each of these people, including myself, have in front of us, I just pray that you'll bless us and that you'll guide us. Keep us safe. And that you help us just to see what is it that you want to do today? What are you up to? Help us to be a part of that. And I know that this is going to be so, so amazing. So I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, mates, that's us. Feeling very mellow right now. Feeling very chilled out. And feeling really encouraged by this passage. Hope I communicated it properly to you. But something so powerful about that. Right place, right time. That's what God does. Don't force it. That dream you're chasing. That <laughs> that hustle you're pursuing. Work hard. Yeah, put your effort in, of course. But don't force it. There's a proverb and it says something along the lines of, excuse the paraphrase here, it's better to be invited to the king's table rather than to force your way onto it. Because when you force your way onto it, you'll be turned away in shame. And guys... I've been there. I mean, I I am there. I I know what it's like. That you just wanna you wanna get somewhere. You wanna accomplish something. Don't force it. God's got a time for you, and He's got a plan. All right. Better turn off this mic. Have a great day. Thank you very much for listening, and I will see you tomorrow. Cheers. <laughs> oh dear, what am I at like? Seriously though, thank you very much for listening and uh, looking forward to tomorrow.